The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And just like that, it's a Tuesday show. Welcome in. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team. Farm Bureau Insurance across the state of Mississippi. Hometown heroes in all 82 counties across the state. That's what you get with Farm Bureau Insurance, your local agent. That's why we call them hometown heroes. They're available to you when you need them. They're there on the spot. They show up. Now, sometimes you got to text them and let them know, but they'll be there. That's Farm Bureau. And that's just, that's kind of, we're just following that example. We're here for you when you need us today on a Tuesday. Yesterday was Reaction Monday. There were more text messages and phone calls and, and comments on the Facebook live stream and a YouTube live stream than you can shake a stick at. <laughs> really? Oh, well, I don't even know the origin of that phrase. I don't know why I couldn't shake a stick at it, but I, I'm, I'd have to look that one up. But you get the point. Anyway, there was so much of it yesterday. I really enjoyed the, uh, the reaction Monday. There was plenty to react to. There still is today. And so I got it open again. The uh, Divinity Equipment phone line wide open to you here on this uh, Tuesday. The number 601-995-1059. Give me a call, would you? 601-995-1059. What do you want to talk about? Which games do you want to look back on? Which ones do you Which want to preview? Which games do you want to shake a stick at? Do you know the origin of that phrase, why we say that? Yeah, I do, man. What is I, it? I haven't asked my grandfather that when I was probably about 15 or 16, because okay. he would say it all the time. All right. I don't know where it comes from, somewhere in, in the States, but it means there are too many to count. Like, there are too many ants in that ant bed to shake a stick at. Well, yeah, I get it. But why the phrase "shake a stick at it"? It has to be has to have well, some think, origin. For example, let, let's say you're out and you got a stick in your hand and you're talking to somebody. We're going to count trees, so I'm shaking a stick at tree one, tree two, <laughs> tree three. <laughs> well, okay, I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> I think we may have a caller that'll help us out. We'll see. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Let's see. Maybe somebody knows. So y'all call me on the on the Divinity phone. 995-1059, 601 number, 995-1059. Uh, y'all can text me on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage. I'm wearing the, um, this is like my Buffalo Bills colored hat from Country Pleasing, the gray back, the blue front, the red hog on the front there. It says Country Pleasing on the back of it. Country Pleasing Sausage <clears throat> on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Get it when you can. The homecoming it's not a bad hat to wear, man. Hey, the homecoming queen put in a new order today. Oh yeah, and uh, we're gonna get some of that pineapple. Flavor. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So looking forward to that. Anyway, y'all text me eight eight five ESPN six zero one eight eight five ESPN if you need the number eight eight five three seven seven six. Yeah, Denzel, thanks for the text. I saw that about the uh, Titans and the Vikings are having to kind of shut everything down. They had a positive test, and that's look. You know that it's shaky. Like, the NFL's already had, what, that that situation where they stopped practice for a little while way back a month ago, and it turns out the tests that came back positive were false positives. They didn't actually have it. And you saw this past weekend where, was it Georgia Southern? Was it Georgia Southern or Georgia State? I think it was Georgia Southern 
had a game where they shut it down, positive tests, and then yesterday learned they were false positives. They canceled a football game on false positives. It's, it's the world we live in. It just is. Yeah, let's start it out today on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, Larry, hanging on. What's up, Larry? Hey, not much, man. Not much. Hey, uh, I grew up in the 80s playing football back then. Football was so much simpler back then. I'm just telling you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I coached my son youth league, you know, several years ago. And I kept it simple because I learned football simple. You know what I mean? But I really enjoy your uh, YouTube uh, the Thank one you. you did yesterday or last night on the third down completion. Yeah. I, I have to say, that was good, man. I, I learned a lot watching that. So, Appreciate you it. know, going forward, I'll be, like, watching this this, this coverage the rest of the year, trying to pick up on some of the things you said in there. But I just want to call and give you props. And anybody out there hadn't watched it, you need to go watch it. So I'll let you go, man. Yeah. Appreciate it, Larry. Yeah, uh, on the YouTube channel, we actually have some people right now watching the, the live stream, the beginning of today's show on the live stream on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Matt Wyatt Media. I posted a video there. It's kind of a breakdown of several, you know, what would it be, would it be half? Less than half, but several of the more meaningful um, third down plays on um, the ball game on Saturday. And it kind of highlights at the beginning of it how important third down was between LSU and Mississippi State, how State really kind of dominated third downs. Offensively and defensively, but certainly third and long. State was, oh gosh, what was the number? Were they five of eight or five of nine, something like that, on third and long, which is third and nine or more? And LSU was 0 and 5, 0 for 5. So it kind of highlighted that, and we took a look at some of the plays, draw it up. The only thing is, you know, you're looking at TV, like the copy from the television broadcast, so you don't always see the back end of the defense or how the coverage actually finishes off and develops, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, but I appreciate that. If you want to watch it, it's there. A little film study from the third down plays in that ball game. Um, hey, who sent me this? Blakester. Thank you. I think we found it here. Some answers. We're shaking a stick at. Like more texts yesterday than you can quote unquote shake a stick at. Well, where did that come from? So we have online here, it says, shaking a stick at someone has long been considered for good reason a threatening gesture. There's a possibility that more than you can shake a stick at first arose in the context of warfare or smaller scale hostilities, perhaps describing an overwhelmingly superior opposing force, i.e. more redcoats than you can shake a stick at. Another possibility is the stick in question was shaken in the process of counting great numbers of something, perhaps used as a pointer, like you said, JB, while doing a head count of a herd of sheep or cattle. Thus, more than you can shake a stick at would simply mean, figuratively, you could wave your counting stick until your arm falls off and you still wouldn't reach the end. Okay, all right. As my wife would say in watching a football game, especially the Saints the other night, there are more big dummies out there than I can shake a stick at. <laughs> big dummies. You know, I think a lot of people would be surprised how much thinking is actually going on out there, you know? Yeah. Hey, speaking of the whole shaking a stick at cattle, can I tell you a quick story real quick about yeah, after the game leaving Tiger Stadium the other night? 
You mean when you got lost, kind of like Pasquale Perez? Okay, right, yeah. Well, this was before <laughs> I actually got in the car. Okay, this They'll is... start wh- calling you I-10. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Yeah, is it I-10? I guess that's it. They called him, um, like, uh, yeah, something like that. They I-85. called him I-285, yeah, because he yeah. just went in a circle all day and missed the, missed the ball game. Um, Pasquale Perez, there's a blast from the past. Like a big rubber band out on the mound. That's awesome. Hey, no, uh, so I was leaving the stadium, walking away from through the gates, going to the parking lot where we parked with Neil Price. Neil's going back to get in a big uh, SUV that he's going to drive back up to the stadium and pick up our engineer with all the equipment and all that stuff. I was actually parked right next to them, so I was walking with Neil, and when he got in his car, I jumped in mine, and that's when I left. But here's a, the point of the story. I don't know. I mean, thought it was ironic. JB, we've just beaten them, right? Yeah. We're headed to walk probably three-quarters of a mile to the parking lot they parked us in, which is at the end of this long, straight road that leads right up to the main entrance of Tiger Stadium. And there's these big parking lots. But at the end of the road where we are parked, we're right across the street from, like, the veterinary school. Yeah. I know right where you speak of. Right over there towards the river, basically, you know, or the water, anyway. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When we had parked there earlier that day, I'm getting out, getting ready to the game, I look. This guy pulls in with a big horse trailer, gets his horse out, leads his horse across the road right there on campus on a leash right over to the vet school. <laughs> I mean, right there by us. It was really cool. So we're leaving. It's dark. We're walking past LSU fans. They don't make any eye contact with us. And <laughs> Which is the, a good feeling. <laughs> right behind me, the thing that is illuminating our view of everything are the big purple and blue lights off the side of Tiger Stadium, okay? And then up this driveway comes this big truck, pickup truck, pulling a big trailer, and it's rattling, and it's full of cows. <laughs> and the cows go right by us and start, as soon as they get by us where the people are, these cows start going, Yeah. (laughs) So here goes this truck. Like, I I can turn around and. Smelt good, I bet. I can turn around and throw something and hit Tiger Stadium. And as I'm walking this way, here goes this truck right beside me, and cow's going. (laughs) (laughs) And Neil and I got a little bit of a chuckle out of that. I thought, you know, I know that there's some irony in this because we're supposedly the cow school, but we just whipped their fannies today, didn't yep. we? And yep. the cows were celebrating. <laughs> Tell you what, if you're ever on the interstate and you see one of those uh, cattle truck drivers coming by, you better get out of their way, man. Those cats move. Yeah. Oh, they're, yeah, they're headed somewhere fast. Big time. A special K on the country pleasing text line says, how do I get one of those hats, Mr. Matt? You know, one way you can do it, you can get online probably and order it at countrypleasing.com. But just go to Country Meat Packers right there on Highway 49 in Florence. Country Meat Packers. Walk right in and pick it up. I got hats with the hog on it of all different colors. I got a green one. I got blue ones, red ones, and black ones, and uh, teal ones, and, and everything. So they've got them, too. Head on in there. Uh, White and Zelson. look like Josh Allen today, man. Like what? Kind of, you kind of look like Josh Allen today. Oh yeah, the Bills on. quarterback. Yeah, he's lighting it up. They well, did they? Who were they playing? Um, this past weekend. Yeah, and they got screwed with a penalty, and therefore the Bills won because of a bad call against the team they were playing. Who I forget who they're playing though. Basically had them beat. I can't remember. Anyway, they basically had them beat. This other team did right at the end of the fourth quarter. They called a bogus pass interference against the opponent. 
it gave Josh Allen and Buffalo new life. Very next play, touchdown in the end zone. They win the ball game. Uh, yeah, they're playing really, really well. Yeah, this Bills colors: gray, blue, red. White Denzel on the country pleasing text line says, "Matt, do you know how often Leach's quarterbacks get a third down conversion? How often they get a third down conversion? I don't know. I'd have to go back and kind of look up the history of it and see. Yeah, so I don't know how Saturday compares to historically, but you know when you're comparing it to other schools, other teams, other quarterbacks." Um. You could actually take that research back about as far as you want to, and I have not done that. Uh, State grad 98, I agree with you. He says, cows smell like money to me. (laughs) Yeah, I've got some friends that are cattle farmers too, man. That's how I know that about some cattle truck drivers. Yeah. Those cats, I'm I'm telling you, man. You ride with one, you feel like you're riding with Mario (laughs) and Spaceship. They're just trying to scare you, probably. Uh, Kelly and Laurie on Facebook said, were the cows eating corn dogs? <laughs> no, I don't think they had any food in their mouth. <laughs> uh, Brad said the Bills were playing the Rams. That's right. It was the Rams. I'd forgotten that. All right. Yesterday was press conference day. Now, we <laughs> waited. So week one of the football season last week, you know this, on Monday, Mike Leach had his normal weekly press conference. It was scheduled to start that day at 2 p.m. Central Time. Well, it actually started at 2.40, 40 minutes late. So yesterday, when the press conference was supposed to start at 2, I got ready. We were going to plug into it on the third hour of the show, and it didn't happen. I thought, well, he's late again. Then it became 2.30. Then it became 2.40. I thought, is he coming? No. Actually, yesterday started at 3, one hour after it was scheduled. And I have some of that. We're going to hear it right now. First, though, we're going to listen to Jacob here on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. What's up, Jacob? Jacob, are you there? All right, so I can't hear Jacob. We'll just move on with the Mike Leach press conference. Call us back, Jacob. Not sure what the issue is, but if it's our issue, we'll try to get it corrected. I, first of all, Y'all probably saw the tweet and the exchange. Mike Leach got asked by a reporter from the New York Times or whatever that publication is about him not wearing his face mask during the ball game on Saturday. Alan Blinder. Coach, uh, I want to go back to Saturday's game for just a second. You didn't have a wear or wear a face covering actively for a lot of the game. Uh, Why not? Well, I tried to remember the best I could. Then I found myself talking all of the time, um, you know, because I'm calling the plays as well. So I was in a constant state of talking. So between uh, me taking it down to talk, uh, me lifting it uh, up and it uh, falling down on its own and me remembering to put it back up, I think, uh, uh, you know, there were a number of challenges there. But uh you know, with uh, with a little practice, who knows? It may be better this week. Nicole, how'd you do it? How'd you do with your face mask? Did you? Are you a pretty good face mask guy? I I do my best. What? Uh, okay, so let me ask you. Let's get a few pointers here. Okay, what do you do when the? Uh, so um, it does the breathe-in thing on the mouth. What what kind of face mask you got? I got a just one I bought off Amazon that you know, goes around my ears and that kind of thing. So the ears and then this, right? Yeah. See, I've got that face sock thing. 
which yeah. is good and bad. It sits right on your neck instead of hangs from your ear. But then, uh, do you do you ever find that you know when, and then pretty soon, um, you know those things will start to smell bad, and and, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're going, you know, what's that smell? What's going on out there? No, there's nothing going on out there. That's your breath, and then uh, so uh, now I need to I need to practice with that. But what what do you do um, when you're talking? Did you have a trigger or something? Hey, JB, you notice how this has turned from being interviewed to now interviewing the interviewer by Mike Leach. That's what this is now. Remind you when to pull that thing back up because I, I found myself uh, too preoccupied to do it. And then all of a sudden I notice it's around my neck there. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's different. So I was just curious what your thinking was. If it was... A po- if it was some kind of statement, if it was, I, I, I try, I try to do my, be- I try to do my best with it. But once you're six feet apart, I can't help but wonder if some of this isn't uh, an homage to politicians. So, um, but you know, uh, but I, I do try to stay six feet apart in between times too. An homage to politicians. That's that good lawyer speak, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I think it's an homage to politicians, but I try. I do my best. All right. You don't do too many homages, do you? Right. Here's what. No, I don't. Not that I know of. Here's what I like. Mike Leach has been around the block, older guy, and knows if you're not careful, everybody will start to believe you're really good because you won one ball game and knows that you better get your feet on the ground. There's a lot of improvement still to be um made i guess on that football team i don't think yeah you know you always are working on something um you always keep progressing we tell these guys um you know make the corrections we give you uh, you know we then we say give us something give me something else to coach you know because if you're coaching the, if if they don't make the correction you're coaching the same thing and so we say give give us something else to coach and um so there is that about it. No matter what happens, we'll continue to say, give us something else to coach, and we'll keep uh, looking for ways to refine it. Give us something else to coach. Don't you like that? I know I do. Give us something else to coach. In other words, it's kind of up to you. It's in, hey, as a player, I mean, if you keep getting it wrong, we're just going to keep coaching this one thing. we really like to coach something else. I think it's I think it's a great quote. All right, Mike Leach on the noise level in stadiums with just a few fans looking back at what it was like at LSU. First of all, it was loud there. It wasn't as loud, you know, I've been to LSU before. It wasn't as loud as as uh when it's full capacity and they're letting it rip. Uh but it was it was loud. I mean, it was you had to have silent count. You know, because before I went in, before we went in, I I, I sort of wondered, um, <clears throat> was it going to be kind of like a spring game where I can just yell out, throw the post, and you know, and he'll dramatically jerk his head to the right and throw the post. Well, <laughs> no, there's none of that. I mean, uh, uh, you know, the receiver on your near sideline could barely hear you, um, so you definitely needed silent count. Okay, and then the, 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 the PA kind of pumped in 
uh, th those announcements were inordinately loud, and there was some, uh, I guess, uh, sound effect crowd noise there. But it was, uh, so it was louder than you think. I mean, you had to, if I shouted as loud as I could and KJ's out on the field, he's not going to hear me. I mean, I have to get out there to the hash to have a chance, and that, and I don't know whether they hear my voice or they see, you know, see me walking out there and just the movement catches somebody's attention. Hey, what's up, you know? Um, so you did need silent count. You did to, need to uh, communicate nonverbally. What do you say? Like in a spring game, I can just tell the quarterback, hey, throw the post, and he dramatically turns his head and throws the post. <laughs> post route. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I mean, it, 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 it's crazy. Now, I wonder if there's anybody listening who actually went to the game also maybe as a fan or or, or elsewhere. You know, 20,000 LSU fans in there. Give or take a few. I don't know if they had actually 20,000, whatever, but you know what that would mean in a 100,000-seat stadium. You saw it on TV, what it looked like. But there was a decent amount of noise. It really was. They made a very decent amount of noise in there. On top of the fact that we were told stadiums in the SEC are allowed to pipe in up to 70% of that stadium's normal decibel level of fan noise. And I don't know how to figure it out their normal decibel level, but whatever that is, they can go up to 70% of that and pump it through the speakers in the stadium, which they did at LSU. So he's right. There's no talking. I mean, there was actually crowd noise. More on the empty stadiums, though, from Mike Leach coming up. And your phone calls and your texts just getting started here on a Tuesday. Stick around. Hey, hey, welcome back. Today, September the 29th, is National Coffee Day. As you know, I'm a big coffee drinker. I drink it throughout the show pretty much every day, unless I foul it up and forget to make it, or, or I think there's more in the thermos than there is. I made some. Look at that. Look at that. Just steam just pouring out of there. Look at that. Hot coffee in the thermos from High Point Roasters in New Albany. New you Albany, know, Mississippi. talked about that. Uh, talked about the uh, National Coffee Day, his last uh, segment there. And I mentioned to him when I got in the studio, I said, because he talked about that real men drink their coffee black. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I said, well, you know, Matt White's a real man. He goes, how is that? And I said, Matt White drinks his coffee black. <laughs> he goes, no, he doesn't. And I said, yeah, man, the High Point Roasters every day. It's black as can be. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, the thicker so the So you're better. a real man in the eyes of Chris Brooks. Yeah. Is that all it takes to be a real man? Let me say this, though. He holds you in high esteem. Well, I heard, speaking of steam, I heard some of the coffee conversation. Did you? Okay. Well, look, number one, it is true to me, it is true that there's an acquired taste for coffee. It does taste good. People drink it, especially those of us who drink coffee straight black with nothing in it. We like the taste of it. If I didn't like the taste of it, I would not drink it. Well, man, it's got caffeine in it, though. Right. 
Lots of stuff does. Tea, sweet tea, Coke, Mountain Dew. Okay? You want caffeine, lots of ways to get it without having to drink something you don't like. So Chris made the assertion that nobody drinks coffee because they like the way it tastes. And then I don't, I think, I can't remember the name of the caller who called in and set him straight, but basically said, if you are drinking coffee that requires something in it for it to taste good, you need to get some different coffee. <laughs> like I get from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. They've got all kinds of different blends and roasts and stuff, and you can kind of find what you like. I mean, the point is drinking it. Who wants to... I don't understand people that drink coffee that have to put all kinds of crap in it. It ruins it. You're not drinking coffee now. It's like cafe au lait. It it becomes... doesn't become coffee. It becomes something else. And the coffee becomes more like a like an alcohol, and the other stuff is mixers that you put in to make the alcohol taste better because you really don't like the alcohol. I don't have any idea sense. what that is, though. <laughs> what did you call it? A mixer? No, no, you said cafe something. Oh, cafe au lait. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's a, it's a Cajun coffee, beignets, and cafe au lait down at, uh, oh, God, what's the name of that place right on, right across from Jackson Square? Okay. Uh, beignets. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris on Facebook, I mean on YouTube, you're exactly right. He says they're drinking creamer. I mean, think about this. Okay, you want to drink something hot. So you get coffee and put a bunch of stuff in it so you don't taste the coffee. What? Just get some hot chocolate. <laughs> See, my the homecoming queen is exactly, she, she is exactly what, if you're not a coffee drinker, which she is not, and she stays away from caffeine too, you know. She's not going to put coffee in a cup, put creamer and a whole bunch of sugar in it and stuff just so she can tell people she's drinking coffee. She's not going to do that. She would just get something to drink she likes. <laughs> See, what I'm boil- what I'm getting down to here is... What you're percolating about. What I'm getting down to here is people... There, there are two kinds of coffee drinkers. The legit... Versus the non-legit. The wannabe. There are people who drink coffee because they want people to see them drinking coffee. There are other people who drink coffee because we like it for all the right reasons. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. I don't care. I'm just telling you. I'm addicted to one thing in my life. Coffee. There it is. And I'm not putting a bunch of sugar and stuff in it because it tastes good the way it is. I desire this taste. So y'all run and tell Chris Brooks that. Happy coffee day, everybody. Enjoy a hot <laughs> enjoy a hot cup of coffee for me. And if you get a chance, look, again, don't don't take my word for it, but do. And go to highpointroasters.com, get it from Dan the Coffee Man in New Albany, and you will not be sorry. What's your favorite flavor from New Point, uh, High Point Roasters in New Albany? Yeah, okay. So I like the New Albany blend. I like the breakfast blend. They're about the same for me. Uh, they have one that is called Specialty Coffee for uh, Pilots. <laughs> is that like a dark roast? Oh, we. Yeah. Strong with a K. It's really, <laughs> really good. But there's this, um, this roast that they have. Uh, and on the package it says Ethiopia. And it's, yeah. um, hold on. 
let me give you the the actual name of it. I have a picture because I just opened a bag today. And Dan, a lot of times, um, I, just, I request this: Ethiopia Yurga Chef or Chefe, C H E F F E. Yurga is Y I R G A. But I just opened a package of that Ethiopia. It's in a red. They'll they'll send it to you in a red package. Cannot recommend it highly enough. So really, is that more of a medium dark roast. It's more medium. Yeah. Okay. It's more medium. Okay. More of a less black when you pour it into your cup and a little more kind of reddish brown. Right. It's still right. black, but it kind of has a reddish brown tint to it. Mm, and the froth on the top is it has a little bit of a brown color. Okay. Thank Come you. on with that. Makes me want some coffee and a piece of pecan pie. With <laughs> Amen. All kinds of stuff goes good with coffee, too. RLD Studio on YouTube said drinking coffee black will put hair on your chest. Well, maybe. My wife doesn't have hair on her chest. <laughs> and she drinks it black, huh? Yeah. I hear you. Uh, do I have time? Yeah, I got time for this. Look at here. Let me go back to Coach Leach a little bit from yesterday. Love this. He said he just can't get on board with fake fans, the cutout fans in the uh, stands. Listen to this. I have to be honest. I haven't quite gotten the hang of the cutout people in the stands, you know. I mean, that's an episode of uh, – of Twilight Zone. Some of you guys are you guys are probably all too young for Twilight Zone, but I mean the black and white Twilight Zone where Rod Sterling would get on there with the really creepy voice in the suit and then all of a sudden, you know, is this real? Is it out of out of space? Is it uh, uh you know, it, it it was uh it was almost like uh you know, haunted houses met uh, science fiction that uh, that show. And then and then now all of a sudden we have uh, these people frozen in time sitting there in this stadium with enthusiastic expressions on their face, but they can't move. <laughs> and and then yet the noise. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, for one, um, I don't know if it's cool and, and, um, and, uh, and people enjoy it. Great. Uh, but it, it, that, that is a little uh, surreal, the, the fake people in the stands. And I don't even know how they decide what, you know, the seating. I mean, do they have the, do the fake people have a lottery of where they sit? Because I know this: some of those fake people have way better seats than other ones. And and and, you know, I want to be one of those fake people on the fifty-yard line about row twelve. But you know, some of them are still up in the rafters. You know, so I mean, uh, you know, in this world, in this day and age, in these funny times, even a fake person can get screwed. You know, so um, yeah. So uh, live clean, live smart, and maybe uh, when you become a fake person, you'll get good seats at the LSU game. <laughs> that is classic leech, man. Is that not great? <clears throat> In these weird times, even a fake person can get screwed. And it just deflects <laughs> all these other questions that those guys want to answer. He gets them so sidetracked, they don't know what to think about it. Uh, live clean, live right. Maybe someday you can uh, be a fake fan at an LSU game. <laughs> When you're a fake person, maybe you get good seats. <clears throat> At an that LSU is, game. A fake boy, person. how true does that ring even now? Yeah, right. These strange times, even a fake fan can get screwed. <laughs> All right. In the best. Uh, a texter's bombed us down with the uh, Cafe Du Monde was okay. the name of the place I went blank on. Trying Cafe to Du Monde. Right. Okay. Hey, look here. The way, and then right after the whole thing of the fake cardboard fans, Leach then ended the press conference. The last question. Listen to how it ended, because he's get, remember he's got the Coke up on the podium that they give him for 
you know, marketing purposes. All right. Anything else? That's all, Coach. Thank you. All right. right, Thanks, thanks, Bubba. Bubba. Good to see all you guys. And drink more Coke. One day day we'll be drinking fake Coke. So let's enjoy this while we can. (laughs) (laughs) Man, he is so awesome. He's great, man. One day we'll be drinking. Did you see Kiffin yesterday at his press conference with the church shirt that he had on? Yeah. um, So... I did notice that I was before we're going to, I've got the Kiffin audio, some of the audio from his press conference yesterday. And we're going to hear that coming up at one o'clock. And, uh, so I had to download it uh, from Ole Miss. They send it out and I downloaded it so I could see the the video portion. And right. he's got on a, what looked like the sec logo, but instead of sec, the letters were LFG, which stand for let's expletive go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty I don't know, man. I still haven't come up with the right wording or phrase for that shirt, but Yeah. You know, I think it was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I guess it's one of those things where look, you go into any facility, any football facility, any locker room, I mean they throw around that word just like it's air, you know. Yeah. It's just everywhere. And, you know, uh, well, it's become Whatever. more promiscuous in its use over the last few years. Yeah. I just feel bad for all the uh, moms of little LS, uh, Ole Miss fans who see it on the news and they go, Hey, Mom, what does LFG stand for? And basically either have to lie. All right. Y'all stick around. All right, back with you. I'm Matt on the... In the... I'm sorry, I was trying to think and talk at the same time. In the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. So, this has sparked some thought. I didn't think of this. We were talking about the Lane Kiffin t-shirt that he wore to the press conference yesterday and it had the word, the letters LFG on there, which has kind of a crude meaning. Uh, an expletive in it, right? Like, it's at least in terms of the meeting. And Laura, on my Twitter feed, it's at Radio Wyatt, she commented and said, I thought the shirt meant looking fairly good, since that's how they played. <laughs> looking fairly good. That's pretty good. Okay, it is good. And so I thought, well, maybe that's what we do, is we come up with an alternate meaning, alternate meanings for those letters, LFG, and what would apply. What would be appropriate? And without even saying anything about it, Mike, who's watching on the YouTube live stream, started coming up with his own for LFG. He suggested living for God. Then he suggested looking for gumbo. (laughs) (laughs) And he followed that up with country please and please. As a matter of fact, this morning uh, when Annabeth was getting ready to make the Kroger order, and I said, get some more of that. Country please and sauce to see what flavors they have. And as soon as she said pineapple was one of the flavors, I said, get that one. So she's getting pineapple country please and we'll have it today. But they also did have the andouille flavor. That is famous uh, in big bowls and pots of gumbo. Andouille sausage from country pleasing. All right. Let's see here. Let me let me jump in here on the uh, country pleasing text line real quick. 
Speaking of, 885-ESPN, 601-885-ESPN. Chris said LFG could stand for Life Feels Good. Uh, TOB on Twitter said Love Farad Green, <laughs> which is great. <clears throat> Life Feels Good it could be a good one. Let's see here. Jason in Flagstaff said this. Uh, it's really, it really is creepy how many commercials there are on y'all's internet feed that are businesses and candidates in Arizona. They know where you are, Jason. If you're listening online, they know where you are. 100 Grand said, Matt, no coffee for me in the morning. Just turn some boom on and I'm ready to go. Some sonic boom. Amen. And you say, uh, do you think that uh, Dion's son is going to go to JSU? I don't have any way of knowing. You know, it seems to me that You know, if he has a kind of year and all of a sudden these Power 5 offers start coming in, you know, maybe he doesn't. A lot of sons want to go play for somebody else anyway. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I don't know. Um, I just have no way of knowing. I think it'd be a lot of fun if he would uh, come and play there for sure. Joe. Joe is a little, what's, I hate to use this term, but y'all know what this means. uh, Butthurt. There's something about all the talk about State beating LSU and positivity. Joe doesn't like it. Joe texted the show yesterday, and he said, did State win the national championship Saturday? LOL. <laughs> and today he just texted me. He said, what time is the ticker, ticker tape parade in Starkville? Joe, look, I know. It's just one game. They beat LSU. LSU this year is not the same as LSU last year. State did play very well. They did throw for 600 yards. Their quarterback is in the Heisman conversation on everybody's list. You know, Joe, you may not be a state fan. You may not like it. Let us have our fun, okay? It's the way it goes. Kyle says, coffee call in Baton Rouge yes, is, is legitimate. You've been there, huh? Oh, yeah, many times when I lived in Baton Rouge. It's uh, run by the Community Coffee Group. That's why it's called CC Coffee Oh, ah, okay, okay. Community Coffee. And look at this. We got back-to-back celebrities on the show. First up on the text line, 885-ESPN-885-3776. John Bond himself. Yeah. The John Bond. Good old number 13. Number 13 in your program, number one in your heart, said this is what you're looking for. And he sent us the link. Uh, Cafe Du Monde, New Orleans, Welcome to New Orleans Cafe Du Monde from beignets to Cafe Al... Well, how do you say that? Cafe Au Lait? Cafe Au Lait. Yeah. Cafe, Cafe Du Monde is, New Orleans tradition, is a New Orleans tradition. Bring part of New Orleans tradition to your home. Buy some coffee and take it home with you. Okay, appreciate the link, JB. The, the other JB. And the next celebrity on the show is on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer... Chicken hawk. Hawk! What's up? In the flesh, I'm talking about, let me tell you something about good coffee. Okay. Good coffee will make a man look like me and you. It, it, uh, it, it makes you lose your hair on your head, <laughs> but it'll grow hair on your cheek. Okay. That's All what right. good coffee will do. Right. And look at here, I like it, man. Uh, I like it. When I used to work with them coons down there in Louisiana, I worked about eight years. Before I started driving the 18-wheeler across country. Mm-hmm. And I worked, I'm talking about with them swamp coons. I'm talking about they was 13 years old. They come out there on them work boats, be barefooted, short sleeve breeches on and no shirt and have a beard. Talk the <laughs> doggone booing knife. You know what I'm saying? 
them some bad them some bad scooters down there, Bubba. But look, at Community Dark Road, that's some good coffee. But some of the bad that that Ethiopian, I I, I know what I, I ain't drunk it. I haven't. I have. Hold on, a minute. I have not drank any yet. <laughs> but uh, when I was running, I running from uh, Miami, Florida. I'd go from Miami up to Vancouver, British Columbia, and then come back to Miami. And I went to the place called Tavillos down there in the market, and I became my produce down there. And they had a Cuban restaurant across the street. Come on, tell you something. And I back then, you know, that was way for Jesus. And uh, I, you know, I usually had a little pharmaceutical help back in them days. But listen, they had some doggone coffee. If a man looked at it, he wouldn't want to drink it. It was in a look like a shot glass, like you drink whiskey. Mm-hmm. Had some funky brown, yellow crap on the top of it, and it was just as dark, man, dark brown looking. Espresso. But you take not well. It might have been. I like, yeah, it, 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 it didn't make you express like you talking about the cow <laughs> Yeah, hey, With it that didn't produce. make you express. <laughs> hey, yeah, but look here, Jack. It make you pick them up and put them down. I'm talking about uh, sweat. Them big, big quarter size uh, beads of sweat would be popping out on your head, on your head, brother. But look at him. Uh, them cow haulers and chicken haulers like me. We are the elite fleet of truckers. That's the ones when you all of a sudden look in your rearview mirror and you don't see nothing. Put your head down, look back up, and there a joke is right on you. Got them real pretty colored painted up trucks with all the chrome. And all that. So that's the ones that, that you need to uh, say hey on National Tucker Day. Wave a hand, pull your handle down so they blow the horn at you and smile. Because when you want that doggone produce, uh, produce over here within a day, I'm the one that used to do it. I mean, I ain't lying to you. You go out there and you unload them chickens. They made a law out there. <clears throat> you had to have them chickens at 28 degrees or you couldn't uh, calculate them as fresh. So... I have left Forrest and children up school up north, F-O-R-E-S-T, Forrest. I have left Forrest with a load of chicken, and my record to downtown L.A., that ain't lower Alabama, y'all. That's Los Angeles, California, City Angel. I have uh, I have made it. My world record is, is 1,950 miles from downtown Forrest to downtown Alameda Street. You can say I'm a liar what you want. Somebody's probably going to call in. My record's 31 hours. Hmm. And I'm talking about that's poking the mail. You hear me? With no stopping? So, 31 straight? No, you, you, no, you have to pee in a big lip Gatorade jug, man. <laughs> you know, you, you get your big 32 ounce big lip Gatorade jug, you have to pee pee in it. Well, you, you stop twice. I, I thought I you had one of those race car suits, man. <laughs> No, I didn't wear no panties. Well, I mean, no diapers, you know. I don't wear no drawers anyway. Oh, but, Lord. Uh, he just went commando on us. Yeah, but look at here, though. Uh, I would stop. Let me what I saw you. I'd stop at the New Mexico and uh, Texas line. I'd fill up there. And then I'd stop at the Arizona because you don't want to buy fuel. It costs too much in California. So I'd buy my fuel over there at the other side of Quartzsite, Arizona, right there in Blythe, California, and go on in, make my pickups, and come on back. But yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah, you get your little Coca Cola, some Twinkies, or something another. And like I say, you got that thirty-two ounce. Uh, and you better not be behind me back there with the top down in the convertible, because when I got to uh, empty it, I don't pay no attention what's behind. Me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well look at here. Hey, one, look at him. One quick, yeah, look at here now. One quick question. 
Don't you think Coach Leach and me may, may be a little bit of kin? I got to check my roots and see uh, when when I get to meet him. Hopefully this year, you know, we'll get to meet like we normally do with the Bulldog Club. We ain't get to do it this year. Man, I'm going to have to get off with him, man. I think me and him got some of the same roots. We come off the same tree, don't you think? Yeah, maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. Wait, wait, you, uh, wait, hold on, bro. Well, how come you doubt it? What, well, what puts you I, up in doubt? Well, he's from Wyoming. They ain't got nothing to do with it. We all come from Jesus, man. I mean, we all come from Adam and Eve. We know, hey, if you want to go that route, we all come from over there somewhere around about where uh, uh, them, uh, uh, where's Babylon at over there, you know, in uh, Iran? We all come from over there around that Euphrates River. That's where they claim it is. The it's joke, no longer the know? six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's the six degrees of chicken hog. Chicken hog. Over in Alabama, <laughs> what they say is that's down there around Slap Out somewhere. That's what that is. Yeah. Chicken hog. Hey. Yeah, that makes you, hey. You, you, that makes you feel good. <laughs> it does. Hey, have a good one. What? Have a good one. Don't get any tickets, okay? Hey, oh, I can't in this one stack, Matt, with the wind in the back. This route's going to run to 61 mile an hour. <laughs> and, you know, on a good day going downhill, I might bump It doesn't go. So. It, it doesn't even run as fast as your mouth does. Watch it now. You're crowding me. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. See you. You're crowding me. His mouth runs faster than his truck. <laughs> Y'all stick around.